0: Welcome to Quietly Confident Introverts, the podcast that empowers introverted women leaders and entrepreneurs to overcome self-doubt and build confidence to thrive. Together, we'll explore your unique strengths, help you create a presence in the marketplace, and build profitable, impactful businesses. It's time for introverted women to rise, and it starts right here. Let's dive in. Hello and welcome to another exciting episode of Quietly Confident Introvert Podcast. And I'm glad that you have tuned in for the last few episodes. And if you haven't, please make sure to go and listen because there's some exciting episodes that you have missed. Thank you so much for those of you who keep tuning in and listening. And I would love you to please leave a review for us just to encourage, but also to not just myself, For other people who might be looking for a nice uh, podcast like this to listen to. So welcome, welcome, welcome today. Today, we want to talk about the hidden key to really achieving, building your confidence, achieving success. And we'll be looking at it from the perspective of comparing passion versus pain. So sit back and really take time to uh, enjoy the conversation that I'm going to have with you today and uh, feel free to get back to me, share your comments, because I would love to know how, you know, what you're finding, the things that I'm sharing. As you well know, I share personal stories, uh, I give examples, and I give some tips at the end that you can go away and think about and sort yourself out. Come February 3rd, I'll be running an event, and the event is called Unleash Your Inner Drive. So February 3rd, uh, 2024, in Kent, Maidstone. I'm going to put the link in the notes for the podcast. Those of you that live in Kent, I would love to see you on the day. So this event is a full-day event that is designed to bring together introverted women who are ready to step out into their next level by unleashing their ambitions and building their confidence to rise and soar. So we're going to sit in a room together. We're going to do some masterminding. We're going to do some coaching and we're going to do some brainstorming and leave on the day with some clarity around how to create a success pathway that you've always wanted. So if a woman looking for something like this, then join us in Maidstone in Kent, where I live in the UK, and come along for this event. And you'll find the link, like I said, in the notes. So what we're going to be talking about today is really also aligned to this. So obviously, you will have a taster, a little bit of a taster of the direction that I'm going. When I first started out in coaching, speaking and training, There was a lot of talk about pursuing your passion. And to be honest, pursuing your passion or pursuing my passion was the reason why I stepped out in the first place. I thought to myself, yes, I need to start thinking about the things that I'm great at and I'm not fulfilling them within the workspace. It's one of many reasons that I decided to step out of corporate. And when I did, I did some spectacular things. Well, having done those spectacular things, I actually belittled those things because I was comparing myself to other people who were way ahead, who were more talented, who who seemed like they were passionate about things that they had great skill at doing. And I thought to myself, well, you know, despite the fact that this thing that I have been achieving were things that I'd never done before, there are things that I never knew I could do. I wasn't celebrating it (laughs) you know I felt like comparing myself comparing myself and I also downplayed whatever it is that I had achieved at the time now looking back one of the things I realized is that I was going back to something that I had battled when I was in the corporate space as they say new level new devil in the corporate space I struggled with not being recognized, being undervalued, being underpaid. And so I guess when I got into the entrepreneurial space, I forgot that I had fought a battle that had led me. As a result of that battle, despite all the things that I suffered, I had fought a battle to get recognition for my skills, my talents, and my gifts that led to me being promoted. That led to me doubling my salary. I had forgotten those things. And I retreated back into believing that, you know, when people are not acknowledging what I'm doing, when people are not celebrating me, that that was perhaps not showing that what I'm passionate about is valuable and is useful. So, like I said, at the time, I was fueled a lot by my passion and fueled a lot by trying to prove that I had passion in certain things or strengths in certain things. I want to create a different perspective today. That is why I'm sharing what I'm sharing. So today's perspective, I really want to talk about pain. <laughs> and that's because um, when I carried on in the business journey and got to 2020, 2020 you know, the year that I call the year of the introvert, uh, I, I experienced a shift. So I had been up to up till that point, really focused more on how do I uh, let people know that I'm really passionate about things? How do I let people know I'm passionate about coaching? I'm passionate about speaking. I'm passionate about training people and helping people get results, helping people be transformed. By the time I got to 2020 and we all had time to shut down and think, I started to think, is my business just about my passion or do i need to look more closely at what is required that was when i started to tap into the pain rather than the passion and that was the year that i remember i must have mentioned it in maybe any of the previous episodes at the time i had just signed up to a business coach And I remember saying to her, I'm just going to throw in the towel because I don't think I'm doing a great job. And she said to me, I'll be damned if I let you give up because you're too good to give up. And that was the beginning of me finding ways to sort out things in my life that I needed to sort out. But also, I stopped focusing just on my passion. And I remembered the journey that I had made in the corporate space and the things that i had learned and the fact also i remembered i was i'm introverted not was i am introverted and as a result of my introversion i had suffered some various different challenges and still had those challenges which i ignored because what i tried to do was to be like everybody else And when you're listening to this, you might be thinking, yeah, I can relate to this. Be like everybody else. So I was hiding the fact that I was introverted. In the corporate space, I stopped hiding it. But in the entrepreneurial space, everybody looked a certain way. Everybody, passion. I even attended a three-day event that said passion to profit. (laughs) Yeah, I attended. It paid a lot of money. And so, but 2020 was like a pivotal point. You he- I heard a lot of people using the word uh, pivot, pivot your business, and it was a pivotal point for me as well. It was then I tuned into the fact that actually a lot of pain that I experienced came from me being introverted and trying people tr- trying to um, define me in a different way or me trying to fit in so that I hide that fact that introverted. And I needed to go back to it. But it also allowed me to think about other women like myself who would be having the same challenges. So why I want to share this today is because I've come to realize over the last couple of days, and looking back at my journey from 2020 to now, how much more powerful it is to focus on how you can use the pains that you experience rather than just focusing on your passion. And as I began to look at it even closer, there are examples, popular examples that we can draw from that show that focusing more on pain rather than passion can be a great way forward to achieve success. So obviously, the first time I focused on pain was after my mom died, I was tolerating things that were happening in the workplace. I was accepting them as they are. I was like feeling very helpless. But when my mom died, I started to think this pain was already crushing my soul. It was crushing me. And I thought, how can I take this pain and turn it into fire and purpose? And it became a driving force that propelled me to focus on strategies to create a success pathway. It was from that time I started to talk about having a success pathway. It was from that time I started to think about the fact that things might look impossible in the physical, but if I could dig deep within, I would find that strength. You know, Two days ago, I was talking to a lady, and when we were coming to the end of the call, I said, a diamond is a diamond. And no matter how, if you treat a diamond like rub it in dirt, rub it, it remains a diamond. It doesn't change the fact that it's a diamond. But the other thing is, diamond gets refined by fire. So many of us are walking around as diamonds in the rough. Yeah. And what is a diamond in the rough? Really? A diamond in the rough is someone who has uh, something and good qualities which are hidden that need to be exposed, that need to be discovered. And unless you put yourself through the rigor and the pain of that discovery, what happens? You continue to struggle with self-esteem. You continue to struggle with identity crisis until you tell yourself, I am a diamond. (laughs) Somebody needs to polish me. And that somebody might just be yourself polishing yourself to accomplish those goals that you have always wanted to accomplish. So, based on that, I was able, like I said, to get myself out of the place that I found myself and started to gain momentum and confidence in my capability to achieve the things that I wanted to achieve. And one of the key highlights of my career before I stopped was the fact that in my performance review, I was told, oh, patients, you need to talk more. You need to communicate more. And I thought, well, I just nodded my head. At that point, I already known that all the pain that I was going through was being useful. I kept quiet. But a pivotal moment came again true, where I was able to do a presentation in front of over 100 audit colleagues in the Lloyd's market. I was able to stand in front of them and do a presentation that everybody was in awe of. Why? Because I can actually communicate. But the environment wasn't conducive for me. I just quietly used my pain and found a way to find that diamond that was in the rough. So what am I really saying to you? What am I saying to you is that pain more than passion can give you that propelling force that you need to move forward either in your career or in your business. Let us look at some key examples. The first thing to remember is that the most powerful transformation that helps you discover your true strength and what you are capable of, which also builds your confidence to go after being, doing, and having more does not come from passion, really. It comes from overcoming your pains. And I want to share some of the learnings that I looked back over the over the last couple of years since I focused on pain. Like I said, from 2020, I focused on pain. And when I focused on pain, I started working to relieve the pain, not my just my own pain, but the pain of other introverted women. Of course, I was able to leverage strengths. I was able to leverage experiences. So in the process, It's kind of like, which one comes first? I've said it before. Is it the chicken or the egg? It's inconsequential. The chicken contains an egg and an egg contains a chicken. Therefore, that is what is more important. So when you find yourself in a situation where you are using your pain, you become passionate about that battle. You become passionate. You have a purpose because you want to help people to overcome the pain that they are going through, just like you have found those solutions. I want to give you some examples in what I'm saying. When we went a couple of years ago to to the Tesla um, showroom to go and look at the Tesla car, when the Falcon, which is the one that has wings that opens up, first came into the market. Uh, the salesperson kept telling us how great the car is and all the nice things it would do and he took us on a drive and obviously the car parks itself and I had not seen a car up to that point park itself so the car parked itself in a very tight space there was only one space and it parked itself and I was amazed but then the guy proceeded to show us how the falcon wings work and I was like wow what made him create this? Obviously with the Tesla Falcon wings, it stops when it's getting close to an obstacle, it stops opening itself, or it adjusts the way it opens itself to open itself full length. So the guy, very tall, about six foot, got inside the car and he said, you know, Elon Musk is very tall. And one of his challenges that is that most of these sporty, nice cars Are not comfortable for him, so he wanted to create something where, let's say, he wanted to sit at the back, he could stand upright and just settle down rather than have to stoop to get in the car. And the the light bulb—it was a light bulb moment for me. I thought, yes, he created something out of his pain point of having to stoop each time he went into a car. Let's look at other examples. We have people like. Uh, Sarah Blakely, who created the Spanx because she couldn't find something that would help her to fit much better into the uh, little black dress. Or we want to talk about Jeff Bezos, who loves books, but that wasn't the issue. The issue was how could he get this more widely rather than having to go to the bookstore all the time he needed to buy a book. And he found a way. Then we have Richard Branson, Who wanted to fly who missed his flight and who started to think about how he could revolutionize the industry to solve his problem i could go on but what i'm trying to say is that pain when you begin to look at all these situations you see that pain pain is the motivating factor not just passion Uh, richard doesn't know how to fly a plane jeff never wrote a book up until that point um Elon did not use his knowledge of cars in in a sense. He used uh, the need that he had to eliminate the pain of stooping when he gets into a car. So, here is a notable thing to remember more success is achieved by the problems you want to solve in the world than just your passion. So, think about it. Whether you are in a career, you know, when I was in the corporate space, One problem that I really wanted to solve was people being undermined and not being given enough resources to do the work they were meant to do or not recognizing where they struggled and helping them. And throughout my audit career, that was what I focused more on. I worked a lot with a lot of departments on policies. And even when my company became a PLC, I worked on making sure that there were standardized policies across departments. Got a lot of slack for it because that wasn't popular. That wasn't what people were asking for. I remember going for a finance conference and the CFO saying in that conference, if patience has her way, she will get me sacked. And I said, that is not my goal. My goal is to make sure that those under you don't get sacked for something that could be fixed. So, and why was that? I had the pain. Everywhere I went, I had to do an induction manual because when you're not giving people enough information to do their work and then penalizing them. So I used my pain at the time. So that's just one example. The second one I want to share is this, is the fact that when life gets tough, when life gets tough, you toughen off and start to find ways to build your resilience. Why? Because (laughs) you need to survive, you want to succeed. So when life gets tough, you have an option crumble and break down, or get up and find a solution. So my Win Your Day journal, from which I would read a quote later on today, my Win Your Day journal was what I used as a tool to solve my problem. What were the problems that I had? I had problems of not working on my, you know, inner feelings, keeping my feelings bottled in, uh, you know, keeping my feelings bottled in, when I needed to explore them and what they were what was happening within and preventing me from doing the things I wanted to do. I had the problem of not achieving the projects that I wanted to achieve. I had the problem of addressing limiting beliefs. I felt like my productivity could be better And I was frustrated. There are many other reasons why, which became clear later on. But I even paid to get help and it didn't work. So what did I do? I had to bounce back. (laughs) I had to find a way. I toughened up. And out of that was born the Win Your Day Journal, which is what I now offer. And I know that a lot of women, just like myself, have found it useful. When your day came out of my pain, it came out of my pain. So that's something to remember. The third one that I want to share is about when pain creates pressure, leverage it. One story I want to share now. For some people, if you're squeamish or you know you get em- embarrassed easily, maybe this is this is the part that you move forward. But it's a nice, interesting story. I'm not going to share the uh you know two graphic bits but like i said the le- learning here is that when pain creates pressure you should leverage it so when i was a first time mom and uh, in labor with my son i remember listening to the midwife and she was saying don't push don't push and i was like no you, you you're crazy woman i need to push what do you mean And I had the baby, but I had a massive big tear and I was exhausted. After the delivery and everything had gone well, this lady said to me, she said, I know you were upset with me. I could see your face when I was telling you not to push. But the reason why I was saying that was because you need to conserve your energy and work with your contractions. When you do that, you're going to leverage the pressure and the pain to actually push less and bring out the baby. Oh, I took that on board. Of course, the TA made me take that lesson on board. That lesson went in above any other lesson I I gained from from the del- time of delivery when it was time to have my daughter. When the midwife says push, I'll push. When she says, don't push, I won't push. I think, if I can remember, it took only four pushes because I leveraged the most painful, the most painful part of the contractions to push. And as a result of that, it was smoother. I remember someone who had seen us going into the labor room when my husband got out to get water, he said, Oh, how is it going? And, he's, and my husband said, Oh, she's had the baby. <laughs> and the guy was like, She's had the baby? Wow, that was quick. And it really was. But that was because I leveraged the pain and the pressure I listened to the first time. So remember this that when the pressure is hardest sometimes, when you push through, and find the energy, the the strength that you come through with on the other side, that strength actually propels you much further. You become more capable, more confident. Because they say the closer you are to a breakthrough, the darker it can get. So, But when you push harder to find the light, and that last push can catapult you much further than you ever thought you could go, So that is number three that I want to encourage you with. How about number four, where you feel like you've been insulted, you've been undermined, maybe in the workplace. I've experienced it actually in the business world, where when I go networking or I joined a networking group in the earlier years of my business, I was treated very badly. But what it did for me was to make me make a decision about the kind of networking that I will attend and the one I will never go for. So you will not catch me going for networking at 6.30. No, you catch me in the duvet cuddling my husband. Yeah, not attending any networking at 6.30. Secondly, you'll not catch me in any networking where people are being forced to recommend people without using their services. Not doing that. So. What have I learned? I've learned that the best place that I can network is places where there's positivity, where people are celebrated for who they are and where you are giving time to nurture your relationships. I will pay for that and I've paid for that and I'm experiencing great networking as a result. Especially as an introvert, I needed to be in the right space for me that is aligned to my personality. And not only am I an introvert, I'm actually great at connecting. I love deep connections. And most introverts do. Because they don't want quantity. They want quality. So I need to be in places. But I had to, I was going around looking like everybody else is attending one thing or the other, being in crowded places. And it felt like if I wasn't doing that, I wouldn't succeed. So I had to, the pain Uh, that I went through from the treatment, I had to use it. In business, you have to remember that your pain can be of great benefit. Remember that I shared that in 2020, I pivoted and started working with introverts because of my lived experience. Many people did as well. I know that at that time in 2021, I was building relationships with a lot of people that talked about working with introverts. Some have pivoted away, some are still doing it. But, you know, being able to use your pain, whether it's the pain of loss. So if you make a loss in your business, how can you create a framework to help other people not to make the same loss? If you experience a leadership challenge that leads to a crisis, when you've resolved that crisis, the template, the model, the framework that you use to resolve that crisis becomes a framework that you can learn to somebody else. It's so, so important to remember that your pain must not be wasted. So I want to read a quote for you from my journal, as I usually do, just to end the lessons that I'm sharing with you. So first and foremost, I talked about the fact that when you experience pain, you must remember that your strengths can be discovered through the strategies that you develop to address the pain. Secondly, when life gets tough, you also toughen up and find ways to build your resilience. And as a result of that, you will come up with things that will help other people and help yourself. And then when pain creates pressure, you leverage it. So I talked about the delivery pro- process and using the contraction pains as a, that were at the peak of the contractions rather than just the tiny ones I was experiencing. And I said that when you're closer to your breakthrough, sometimes it can be the darkest moment. That's the time that you push through to get to the light. And it's that last push that actually builds your strength even more and your confidence and propels you upwards. Then I talked about where you feel undermined, you feel undervalued. You need to use that anger to find solutions, to say never again, never again (laughs) will I allow myself to stoop to that level and be walked all over. Or in business, if you have made a loss, if you have suffered a leadership crisis, how will you use it to transform other people's lives? So here is a quote that I want to read for for you from my journal, Win Your Day. It's on Amazon. I encourage you to go get a copy and start using it today. I can tell you for sure it is a transformative tool. So it says, rarely are opportunities presented to you in a perfect way in a nice little box with a yellow bow on top. Here, open it, it's perfect. You will love it. Opportunities, the good ones, are messy, confusing, and hard to recognize. They are risky. They challenge you. So they say a lot of people miss out on opportunities because they are trying to run away from pain and from pressure. They rather live a cushy cushy life. But it's that pain and that pressure more than your passion that actually propels you forward. So don't waste your pain and don't run away from pain and pressure. Use it to peel back the layers to discover that diamond in the rough. Yeah. So I want to encourage you with today's episode. If you found it useful, make sure that you listen to it over and over again and take some notes. And if you are around in Kent, I hope to see you at Unleash Your Inner Drive. Until next time, I hope that you will keep safe and you will keep living well, loving well, and create moments of laughter in your life. Take care and God bless. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Quietly Confident Introverts. If you found today's discussion valuable, Please subscribe, rate, review, and share the podcast with others. You can also connect with me, Patience Sukumbono, at The Visionary Introverted Woman. Until next time, stay confidently introverted.